Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are live at the House of Bourbon, Justin's House of Bourbon, and we are speaking with uh, Travis. Travis, you're the GM here? That is correct. Cool, cool, cool. So hey, uh, Travis, first of all, thanks for having us out. We greatly appreciate your time. Yeah, glad you guys are in here. Happy to talk about the shop and uh, anything else bourbon related. So Good deal, good deal, good deal. So hey, uh, you know, just to kind of give people uh, a little bit of what we're doing, uh, today we tried a little bit of a... I guess it was a fancy sweet and sour made with some blanton straight from the barrel, and we tried the actual neat version as well. Uh, pretty good pour. We're getting ready to partake in a Weller, I mean, a, sorry, not a Weller, but a 1792 foolproof. We it's really a, know it's on your mind. Well, listen, I love Weller. <laughs> um, and then we're going to try a Bullet Bourbon, which is actually Justin's House of Bourbon store pick. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're, we're going to give our humble opinion on these uh, pours, and we'll kind of go from there. But before we do that, you know, Travis, if you don't mind, uh, what makes Justin so unique and special? Yeah, so um, we have a lot of things to offer here. Um, Not only are we a bottle shop, but um, we take full advantage of the House Bill 100. Uh, State of Kentucky allows us and other bars, restaurants, and stores to buy from private collections. So we buy a lot of bottles from individuals. We resell them. We put them on our bar, sell them by the poor, do a lot of flights. Uh, we offer some beer and cocktails, but um, yeah, it's it's not only is it a bottle shop, um, but we have uh, about 10 seats at our bar. Um, we like to say that we bring the entire bourbon trail under one roof. We don't just know about Maker's Mark. We don't just know about Four Roses. We know about all of the distilleries, the history. We can do tastings with you. We can figure out what you like and then go off that and find new things that you're going to like. Uh, so it's a little bit of everything. It's all bourbon related, obviously, but we love it. It's our job. It's our hobby. Um, and we have kind of limitless options. We can do anything. Um, the owners are very, uh, open and helpful and, um, it allows us to kind of come up with these crazy things and execute them. So, you know, we have bottles from before prohibition up until today, not only for sale, but on the bar by the poor. I get to sit here and come up with crazy flights. Um, and we're right here downtown, right off Whiskey Row. So, you know, I don't think there's anywhere else like this. We're in Kentucky. We sell bottles. We buy bottles. We have pours. You know, it, it's just a truly unique place with a bunch of people that love bourbon and want nothing more to do than talk to you about bourbon. Right, right. Yeah, the, the one thing I really like about Justin's is uh, you, you guys are just notoriously known for really, really, really good store picks. So uh, I, I love what you do here. You know, um, it's unique or, or, or different when you can walk into a place and you can see a Sazerac Rye 18, you know, that was from, you know, 1998, you know, and nobody else is going to have that pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah. Go ahead. you know, the, um, I mean, even on, even on social media, right. You can, you can check it out on there and you guys have your updated flights of the month. I mean, what, so right now is your, is your Buffalo, is your Buffalo Trace flight basically, right? Yeah, we're doing the Wandering Buffalo. It's actually one of our best-selling. Um, <clears throat> all of our preset name. flights are pretty heavily discounted compared to what you would pay by the poor of each individual poor. So we encourage people to do that because there's a whole experience to be had there. Um, so the Wandering Buffalo, Elmer T. Lee, um, Rock Hill Farms, uh, Blanton's, and then the Weller 107. So that's the stuff that everybody's looking for. They're coming to Kentucky looking for that. Um, but yeah, we do all that kind of stuff. We like to do specials on Saturdays. Um, <clears throat> we're always cooking up something fun. 
but yeah, we're big on Instagram, Facebook, you know, people can always call if you got a question about anything, just email me, you know, I'm happy to, even if you're not buying a bottle from me, I don't care. I just want to talk bourbon. So, and then you guys even do, uh, some charity stuff as well, such as the Mm -hmm. super drew bottle. You want to go into that maybe a little bit? Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, just like a lot of people in, in the bourbon industry or, you know, the hobby, like, you know, anything we can do for charity, like we're all about it. <clears throat> so we have a couple bottles here, um, a Super Drew Barrels, a Willet and a Weller Foolproof. Um, they're not our bottles, but we're pouring them uh, if you make a donation to the Norton Children's Hospital. So instead of trying to sell the bottle for 500 bucks or whatever it is, uh, we're selling it by the pour, 50 for one, 75 for two. I was like, how can I raise the most money out of this? So, and you know, let's get the kids their pizza party, their video games, like they're struggling, you know, I can't imagine. So let's do what we can to make them happy. No, yeah. that, that that's awesome. I think that's amazing that y'all do that. Yeah. So that's one thing we definitely need to tell our team about and yeah. um, let our and, listeners know. And we're open to even just beyond that. Like, you know, if we can help people that are getting barrels and any cause we can be a part of i mean we're very open to that you know this is a business we are here to make money but clearly it's not just about making money it's about the spirit of the spirit and doing what we can as fortunate people to help those who need help gotcha i was going to ask you about the vintage law and how that kind of changed or sparked the idea of justin since you mentioned that i'll I'll let you if you don't mind dive a little bit more and kind of, I guess, explain that to people? Because some people aren't aware of, you know, how the vintage law worked and, and, and what it does for um, bars or other things like that. Right. So um, the owners of the shop were actually pretty heavily involved in making that law happen. So kind of created their own destiny. Um, basically just allows uh, bars, restaurants, uh, liquor stores to buy, quote unquote, vintage spirits from people, uh, from private individuals. If you can't get it from the distributor, if it's a past release, anything like that, you can buy it um, and then resell it by the pour, by the bottle. And what we do, we take it very serious. We legitimize these bottles. We know what's fake. We know what that looks like. If there's any question, we're not buying it. We're not gonna mess with it. So people can come here and know that what they see out there is 100% real. Uh, as our reputation is on the line and that's all we have so we we, if it's even a shadow of a doubt we're just not even i don't care what the deal is how good it is or whatever we're just not doing it so that's really really nice to know because you you've really got a a, a crazy selection out there one of my favorite things is a i was looking at the rack and just the sheer amount of old wild turkeys that were out there um and then on top of that um the amount of BTAC that was sitting in the shelves over there. So, so. much BTAC. So those, those are some of my favorite bottles and things like that. So speaking but, of favorite bottle, go ahead. But it's just so funny to me. You mentioned the wild turkey. <clears throat> you know, us guys that are really into it, we get it. That old wild turkey is amazing. But the masses don't know. So I guess I don't know if we want to tell them or keep it quiet. I'm still not sure. <laughs> but when they come in here, like they're interested in everything, but just not that. So it's like y'all are missing out like this stuff is so good and there's so much of it like a101 and and, like there's so much a101 so um i won't i'll tell them a little bit but i'll try to keep it a secret for as long as i can yeah i just uh (laughs) picked up oddly enough my dad he uh was cleaning out one of the closets at the house and he had a 1994 bottle of 101 and i was like i will take that and he's like you really want this i'm like absolutely so that's uh, crazy i've been sipping on that for a while didn't we also find that the old granddad (laughs) 
Absolutely, yeah. 86 old granddad. Yeah, 1986 old granddad, wow. 114. So that was a... You, you can't have that. There's about that much left. <laughs> I mean, but it is a damn tasty pour. So, so. good. Oh, I so, bet. Speaking of favorite stuff. pours and, and uh, unique pours, things like that. So what's Travis's favorite pour of all time? And then to piggyback <clears throat> that question, so that gives you a couple seconds to think. What's the best pour, in your opinion, that Justin's House of Bourbon here in Louisville has? Actually, I want to I want to add one thing to that because I know Travis is a man of many palates. What's your face? What's your favorite bourbon pour, and then what's your favorite non-bourbon pour? Because I've I've seen your collection once or <laughs> twice. There is you have some super unique non-bourbon pours that are amazing. So yeah, it's tough. I mean. I've been so fortunate to try so many crazy things, um, bourbon, scotch, you know, across the board, rums. Uh, it's very difficult. <clears throat> I know one that always sticks with me is the Michter's 25 bourbon. I love that thing so damn much. Um, I've had so many crazy Willets, all the epic rise. I mean, it's really hard for me to narrow it down. I think if I, if I knew I was only going to be able to drink one thing for the rest of my life. It would it would be either the 2015 small batch from Four Roses or the 2013 limited edition single barrel. I know I've loved those from the moment I've tried them, and I love them now. Um, so that's my easy answer. You know, there's tons of Willets I love. I mean, you know, talking about CGF, the Cheesy Gold Foil, I love those to death. Um, Russell's Reserve Picks, I've got some great ones of those. Some, some of the... Um, newer will it rise i love uh it's tough man i mean i've tried some amazing things m20 again going back to michter's i mean it's it's really really hard some of the old old crazy dusties old forester 414 like i love that stuff so much um <clears throat> it's hard uh, non-bourbon anything like extra aged lagavulin and i love you know i got a single barrel lagavulin 25 year that I love that was done by a private group. Um, so just something like that. Peaty, but not like super heavy peat. Like that's pretty peaty, but you know, <laughs> not, really like, not like burning tire. Like Lafroig <laughs> is like, to me, that's super, oh super God. peaty. I but. can't do that. I can't do Lafroig. It's just like, yeah, I, I, I'm not a peaty bourbon guy. It just makes you guy. pucker up and you're like, nope. it, it, I feel like I just licked the bottom of like somebody's shoes that's been sitting in the pond for like a week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just I can't do that. I get, I mean, I get it. I see exactly why people don't like that scotch, you know, that kind of stuff. But people just they taste that and they're like, oh, scotch is terrible. And I'm like, well, no, wait a second. I, I like some scotches. Yeah, no, but, not you. But not the super you. peaty ones, though, I just right. I can't do it. The variety of flavor in scotch is way beyond bourbon. I mean, you go from something super super sherry to something super peaty. Like that's what. And I we well, we can teach people that here. You know, we have a. McAllen 18 from or it's a McAllen from 1966 here like I would love to have like a Balvenie double wood here just to be like well you think you hate scotch like well just try this because you probably will like this it's kind of similar to bourbon in a way the total opposite of a PD scotch is the Balvenie it's so good Mm -hmm. right but yeah I mean it's tough man everybody asks me like well what's your favorite pour it's like I don't even know how to answer that really I've had so many crazy things but one of the things, so what's cool here is at the bar, we have stuff, like I said, from pre-prohibition up until today. Like, we just added um, an 8101 Wild Turkey from 1982. We've got a Booker's that was, I still haven't figured it out. It was either barreled in 82 or probably barreled in 82. I don't think they did it before that. But one of the original Booker's, 
<clears throat> we got four roses super premium in bland's gold all this stuff but you know we had two that i like really think about a lot and love is um our willet barrel it's a 15 year barrel 1212 i love it to death and then we have a 25 year rye from willet up there which is is just crazy to me so those are kind of the ones that I really think about a lot. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a rye that was older than like 10 or 12 years old. So that's that's crazy when you it's say that. very tasty. <laughs> it's the oakiest thing you'll ever have, but in the best way possible. Hmm. All right. See, I, I've never been a huge rye fan until like the last couple of years. And my palates, I think it, I, either my taste is changing or... You well, just grew up is all it was. And it's a good possibility that that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we even have an old, or, uh, old Fitzgerald from like the late... Distilled in the late 30s. Are they coming out of velvet box? It, it's missing the front label, but oh. it was, I think it was distilled the first year they opened and then bottled in like 43 or something. It's four years old. Like, I don't necessarily think it's like great compared to some of the old Fitz or Stitzelweller I've had, but like it's cool in that, that snapshot. Like, this was made the year they opened. So, like, it's a good whiskey, but you know, we had a very, very old Fitzgerald 12 year here that just, that's one like so memorable blew me away right i i uh met with uh i don't know if you know these guys or not jay tedder and ben hankins and a few oh, yeah. other guys so shout out to um, jay we were we were talking to those those gents uh, a couple of weekends ago and we, we did a podcast with them and, and the, the the funny thing is and this was one that kind of surprised me the general consensus was i want to say it was either an 04 or an 06 thomas h handy was like oh that's the best oh one God, of all the time 06, and, I think. The 06 is okay so it was yeah so there was one of those there. that's q that's all q that's 100 percent q. Oh, q so q <laughs> yeah. started the madness there I mean, it was good before Q started the madness. Right. But. <laughs> no, Q, Q's one of my favorite people in bourbon. Like, mm-hmm. you cannot meet a more genuine, yep. good dude on the entire planet as Q. Like, I was telling them, you know, like, the one thing that always gets me excited whenever I know that I'm going to a a sleepover type, you know, you know, I get there at three in the morning or things like, Q's always there with a box of bourbon. He yep. brings his whole family. We're sitting around <laughs> talking and... And it just anybody that you know brings a, a a bottle of King of Kentucky, you know, 2019. Right. He's like, here, just drink it. Let's go. You know, what the heck, you know. So, yeah. I, I can just appreciate anybody that's that way. So, there's a lot of generous people in in this hobby, but um, there's not a ton of people who are just super generous, and you know they have no need or want in return. And he's one of those guys that's just like, just relax, dude. Like, <laughs> we love it. We're gonna drink it. Like, <laughs> we'll get there. But he's just so loves it and is you wants nothing in return from you it's just so genuine and I, I love the guy just if you're gonna go ever go over to his house for a fellowship just please have a driver <laughs> yeah oh yeah uber for sure uber yeah, for sure uber. <laughs> yeah so Liv, I, Liv should have a discount code to q's house they right. make so much money <laughs> I, I feel like you answered all the questions except for what's the best pour here that you've had well hold on no no, no i got one more question for you all right gosh man i know Sorry. He's not spoken like three episodes, and now all of a sudden he's gonna start talking. To I know. Him. I just sit there and twiddle my thumbs <laughs> in the background. So, you know what? We met. We met a while ago. It seems like a while ago. You did something interesting. Is you had your own four roses picks. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about those? A because I'm kind of jealous. B, <laughs> your dog is now an icon in the bourbon world. Yep. And C, which one is your favorite? Yeah, so um, that just started, it's kind of the natural course, I think. Like, anybody that gets into this was like, oh, I'd love to buy a barrel, you know. And this was back in 
2014, 2015, it was doable. You know, a store was like, oh, you want to buy a whole barrel? Like, for sure. So I reached out um, to Jamie Ferris to get some advice. And, dude, he's the best. He's just like, oh, I got you. If you want a barrel, like, I got you. So um, it was that easy. I'd fretted over it for months and, like, was like, oh, I'm going to ask him, you know, how I get a barrel. Like, I don't know. I overthink things. So he was just like, yeah, I got you. So it was, you know, later that year or something we went. And even then, I like, the, I, I picked, I loved one barrel that was, the, ended up being Captain's Pick One. And he was like, or I was like, oh, I, you know, Jamie's going to want to take that for his store for Lincoln Road. And so I was like, oh, I was talking to people. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, I want that, but I'm going to, you know, let him. And so I talked to him. I was like, Jamie, what do you want to do? Like, this is the best barrel. Like, or you you make your picks so I know then what I get to pick from. He's like, no, you pick the barrel you want. And I was like, fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, yeah, just whatever you want. I was like, well, I want six. And he's like, cool, all right. And then he got to work, so it was like that easy. So um, I'm forever grateful to Jamie for that and for a lot of things. Like, love Jamie and Lincoln Road, you know, out in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, in the middle of nowhere, as far as I know. <laughs> and they do some awesome Four Roses picks, too. That, yeah. I have a couple of them at home. They're and They're he does rum and They had a super and... awesome Russell's Reserve pick recently. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah. He kills it out there, man. I mean, if you're ever heading anywhere in that general area, oh, definitely yeah. stop next by. Time such I'm a great the, store. Next time <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, I'll next make sure to stop to, by. To Mobile, Alabama or something. I don't even know. I thought you said it, Hattiesburg, <laughs> Mississippi. I mean, yeah. that, that is literally like it is. it's the middle of nowhere. I drove there one time to pick up Captain's 2 and a Russell's Reserve pick at the, at the same time from Georgia. That was wild, but... Um, yeah, so there's been three. I even went into the third captain's pick. Like I, I asked Jamie, I was like, "Yeah, can I do another one?" He's like, "He's like, yeah, 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 yeah." So I go and I was like, "Do I really even have to buy a barrel?" Because like I had been a couple times and I, like I wasn't too excited. Like to buy a whole barrel, it's not like you're just picking and buying like six bottles or two bottles. Like you have to sell the whole barrel. So he's like, "You don't have to buy one if you don't want to." I was like, "All right, cool." And I told everybody, I said, the one thing I don't want is a Q. Like, Q, okay, Q is, can be phenomenal. But 80% of the time, to me, I just don't like it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, we did it blind, always do it blind, whatever. Uh, picked a Q. <laughs> and it was so good, I said, I cannot leave here without this barrel. It's a Tier 6 OESQ, one, one of the best barrels I've ever had. You know, I don't know. I can yeah. say that about 100 barrels, but... Um, it was so good. It, it, it doesn't matter what the recipe is. If the barrel's good and the bourbon's good, you just buy it. <clears throat> it's not my favorite of the three. Uh, definitely the first one is my favorite. It's a OESO, 10-year, 9-month OESO. It's very cinnamon, uh, kind of um, barrel-aged red hots. I think John Day was the one that said that first. Shout-out to John Day. Hots. But, yeah, dude, it's so good. I think I've, I think I've only got about four cases left. Only four cases. Which is crazy. I mean, I had a lot more than that, but that was the whole point. It was something I wanted to buy to share with friends and family and give as gifts and drink for years to come. So I'll open about one a year at this point, and I would never sell another one. So it is. They're all very tasty. I was fortunate enough that you let me try a couple of them. I want one. You can't have. You can't have one. (laughs) I don't have enough of two or three to even. I have four of each of those left. I have four full sets, and that's it. I oversold them, but. 
Man, there's always more. You, sp- you spread the love a little bit. O e s o. That's the fruity one too, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, tasty, tasty. There's always more bourbon. <laughs> there will be more. There will be more. <laughs> Captain's four coming soon. Captain's so I say, I say that to say this too, because at the same time, like yes, there always will be more bourbon. But if you come across something that you like. If it's age stated or high proof or anything special, buy it now because you know, all of us know that's going to change. Everything will disappear and get more generic and all that. So I see people all the time over the years come, oh, I used to drink this. I used to love this. Well, if you have the money, buy it now because it'll go away. Right. You won't get to enjoy it later. Yep. Yeah. Buy it now. If you have the money, why not? You no, know, I, that, and that's, bottles and that's kind of what I told my wife, you know, I mean, like, she's been yeah. like, okay, good I, luck with that. I, I, listen, it, it's, it's hard work, but it is, you know, the conversation that I have with her. Cause she's like, well, how are you ever going to drink all this bourbon that you've bought over the last Watch couple me. of years? <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of my thought process. Is this a dare? Cause I, I think I can do yeah, this. This couch is super comfy. <laughs> so speaking of super tasty picks, I know you've graced us with a couple of, of super tasty pours here. You want to explain a little bit what we have here? So this may look like a bullet <laughs> product. It may look like one. <laughs> it may also taste like a it, Four Roses product. <laughs> hmm, how do they do that? <laughs> Magic. No, but this one was a very short barrel. This is our Shelbyville Shorty, so it's a very concentrated um, bourbon. Um, you like those short barrels, don't you? If I had short to describe Travis in, barrels, one, in two words, it would be short barrel. So. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, we got 146 bottles out of this barrel. <laughs> that is not a short barrel. <laughs> Was it like that's 90? Funny. That's funny when that happens. They're like, oh, it's 130 bottles. It's a short barrel. Like, no, no. no. <laughs> so how many did you end up getting out of this? Sorry, I, must have, I don't know if I missed that. 60. 60. 60. So it had some spillage or some serious leakage or something. I think, we no, we got five, yeah, five cases. Yep, that'd be 60. Yeah. So 60 bottles. And, that, um, and, and how much is that if people want to come in and buy it today? Oh, this, no. This oh, it's, it's gone. No. Okay. Well, never mind then. <laughs> we have we still have some of our other pick that we did. Oh, sorry. I mean, I didn't bring it in here specifically <laughs> no, for no, this. No, no, no. I, I, know. <laughs> I thought it was the store pick. That's my... my well, no, my, it my, is, <laughs> but like we're, we're down to like our last five, so... Okay. <laughs> well, I saw some on the front counter, so that's what I said. So That's the other one. That's we the other have one. another gotcha. one. It's an 11-year-old barrel. Um, so that is very good. That's big fruity. I think it's an O. Like I feel like it's O. Very breadfruit with like some good baking spices on it. So no, we love it. I mean, we've got more coming. Um, we've already been between like Bell's, the bar that one of our owners owns, and I think we've probably picked seven barrels. Like I don't know anybody. Oh, wow. I, don't, who, I mean, who's picked seven bullet barrels? Like we have four new riff picks on the shelf right now. Like who I has that? That, that like, was awesome. The party source maybe like. Probably, I don't know, but who I would else? hope so. I don't know. <laughs> probably I just don't party know. source. Yeah, that, that, that's probably about the only people that I would think of that would have four new riff picks right. at one time. We actually have one uh, of our barrel number four left out on the shelf right at this moment. There's one bottle left, and then it's gone. Huh. So that's cool. But we have four, and in a little bit, we'll have three. <laughs> Matt's gonna buy that bottle. <laughs> it's it was looking at me when I walked in the door. I'm not gonna lie. It's so good though. So yeah, no, I mean this was just a short barrel. We we kind of saved this for you know friends and and good clients, but uh, we pour it out. I mean it's always at the bar. All our barrel picks are four dollars to taste. Uh, if you buy the bottle, we just absorb that cost into the bottle. So like 
we weren't necessarily actively selling this, but you could taste it for four bucks. I mean, it's we've gone through a few of them, you know, hooked up some good clients with it. Absolutely, it's got an awesome nose to it. So you've been you've been talking a lot about Four Roses and how that's that's probably just your jam. It's it's what you love the most, and so we we recently lost what I would consider one of the greatest ambassadors to bourbon with being Al Young. So uh, while we're trying this, if if you if you don't mind. What experiences have you had with Al? You know, what was it like getting to know him if you did meet him, that type of mm-hmm. thing, which is you're shaking your head like, yes, I've had some time with Al. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of tell me what that's like. And that way people that don't know Al or have never met Al um, can kind of live live vicariously through people like ourselves. You know, one of the stories, and I'll tell you, you know, why you're still thinking and stuff is uh, Al used to do our benefit off broadway um for mercy academy so he would come in and do a private pour for us and every year i would be there and he's literally got you know 100 bottles of bourbon and he's like whatever you want let's drink it you know that type of thing and at the end of the night he'd always you know like sneak me a bottle or whatever so uh, i was just a great dude like i i always thought the world of him and and i really wish that i would have you know kept some of the bottles that he'd given me in the past those type of things because that would be kind of special you know so right yeah, it's tough, man. I, it's it's been tough. I mean, dealing with um, that that was tough, and then with you know, it sounds weird to say it, but like the Kobe thing was tough. And um, I guess I haven't thought about it too much, but I do remember thinking a lot about the times I met Al. I I've met him a lot. I had a, you know a decent working slash personal relationship with him. I guess I mean we didn't go out for drinks and stuff, but I saw him all the time. Um, it was it was like meeting a celebrity to me. He literally literally wrote the book on Four Roses, and I was obsessed with Four Roses, am still, and that was the guy. And just meeting him over the years, doing barrel picks with him, always seeing him at events. Um, I was so funny. Like he would laugh at this too. Like everybody was like, "Oh, Al's the nicest guy I ever met." You know, blah blah blah. He was so great, which he was. But if Al wasn't talking shit to you. You didn't know him very well. <laughs> he was always talking shit, and I loved it. As I would give it right back to him. I'll always remember that doing barrel picks. He was always just like, "All right, guys, you got you got something picked." And Mandy is trying to apologize for him, and I'm like, "No, this is great. I got this." And I'm like, talking shit right back to him. Like we had so much fun. I mean, he w- he truly was a nice person, like one of the nicest. And it's amazing to be dedicated to not only your profession but your spouse for 50 years at, at, at the exact same time i mean that's something we can all strive for so um i feel like i could keep going but um i just i just remember him as a super nice super loving person um knew more about bourbon than i'll ever know like not even close uh so mad respect to him love al you know rest in peace but um it was just great to the, the, the time I knew, I knew it sounds weird to say it, but I just kind of knew he was an older gentleman. I just knew I was like, I got to appreciate these times and the things that he has to say. And so many speak, people spoke so highly of him. It was, it was very thankful for those moments. Yeah. Um, funny. You said the giving you shit type thing. Um, one night we were benefit on Broadway and I'd partaked in, in quite a few of the free pours before the event started. Like I said, he'd handed me a bottle, and then he was like, you know, I'm going to hang around for a couple of minutes and look at some stuff. And a bunch of the people had went back into uh, one of the rooms where all the, the silent auction items were and things like that, and we had a wheel out there. It had a 100 numbers on it, 
and uh al and myself and a guy named dave metzger god god rest his soul as well or, or metzler my bad um we're sitting out there we were talking and the next thing you know like literally um mr metzler and al like started spinning the wheel and they're like odds are evens and i'm like odds and they're like 10 bucks a spin let's go so like literally we're sitting there just betting awesome. odds are even on a hundred number wheel and uh i think i cleared off that night with about 160 bucks <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of those, Love those stories. fun, uh, unique experiences, you know, being with people that, you know, you, you meet through processes and, uh, and that's one of the, the fond memories that I kind of remember. So yeah. that's, that's the industry as a whole to me. I mean, that's, that's one of the things I'm from California and I just started coming up here. I'm a random person. Nobody has to give me any time. I mean, oh, I'm on Facebook. I'm in groups. Like nobody has to care. You come here, man, these distilleries, they love you. They show you around. They, they, when I was coming up here, they didn't understand why you cared. They were just like, yeah, we're here. What do you want to see? Like, So it's, it's amazing how it's still kept that somewhat with the you know growth that's happened. But that's Kentucky as a whole, man. I mean, everybody here is so nice, and it's an easy lifestyle. And I mean, yeah, compared to California. <laughs> <laughs> I go there every couple of years. but The weather does suck, though here no out there, it was 71 terrible. degrees yesterday here i told my buddies in california i was like you're running out of reasons not to move here it was 71 in february what do you want you still play golf yeah but it's you know rainy and 35 today it's okay we could be in worse places right now don't tell them that <laughs> but, well no i want you to share the episode with them but uh, so anyway, they know they know funny. better so uh let's let's get let's get back a little bit to justin's here um what makes the Louisville store unique from the Lexington market? Yeah, so a little background on the stores. The first one was opened two years ago. Actually, this weekend will be two years. So it was just a, a bottle shop. We didn't even have a tasting bar there. Um, and now at this point, there's only a really small tasting bar. So it's mostly a bottle shop with a little bit of tastings. And there is um, a little private room in the back. But... Um, here, it's a whole different ball game. Um, it's a more open concept, uh, shotgun style, very open. Uh, the bar seats, I don't know, eight or nine. I think I said ten earlier. Um, but uh, it's 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 very much a bar scene here. It's you know half the business probably. A lot of people come in. And they want to sit at the bar, and then they want to get up and look at bottles, and they want to talk to us. So it's a it's a whole different feel. It's the same same space, same everything, just a bigger bar and a whole different feel. A lot of flights, a lot of cocktails. We only have five cocktails, but we do them, you know, constantly turn and burn, and a lot of flights come in and get the flights. <laughs> so, do my international flight. It's badass. <laughs> so, so speaking of drinks, you, you made a wait. What's on the international flight? Okay. Oh, God, I should know this. Um, the international flight is we opened up in a Wild Turkey A101 that was a Greek export. Um, the Four Roses Super Premium, Blanton's Gold. Oh, Old Forester 86 proof that went to Japan. So I was only asking because I wanted to order one. Sorry. Yeah, I still think it's a good deal. Like, It's $75. That's two ounces of stuff that's only sold overseas. So, you know. It's not a well pour, but it's still a good deal. No, absolutely. I mean, Blanton's, Blanton's gold. I mean, just alone. I mean, a, a one-ounce right. pour of that, you know, most places is going to be 30 40 bucks anyway. So 
Right. So a completely great deal in that situation. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. Um, so back to my original question when Matt's interrupting me like four times already. <laughs> in your in your humble opinion, what is the best pour that you all have here at the Louisville location? That's such a hard question. I'm looking at the bar right now to, to get a hint. Um, and it's your opinion, man, right? There's no yeah. right or wrong answer here. I mean, now, I granted, still, there's a lot of crap up there. Right. <laughs> I still stick with those two Willets, the, the, our 15-year and the 25-year the rye. I mean, we've got all the pappies. I don't really care about those. Um, I mean, that 8101 that we just opened today from 82 is pretty badass. Um, there's an ancient age half pint from the 70s that's pretty pretty baller as well um oh, did i see an old crow chessman up there at some point as mm, well no, i make that up you did make that up okay the, now they have they have the chessman pieces back in the back the, those Most are for expensive sale. chessboard you'll ever buy in your life <laughs> yeah we have a full set it was purchased it's from the original owner purchased it at one store it's all got the arkansas uh state <clears throat> stickers on there i mean it's um pretty cool I got a, a shout out to JB and the Whiskey House. I love you guys. Someone came in recently and they're like, oh man, I haven't seen a full set since I went to the Whiskey House. And I was like, I've been telling everybody, I'm pretty sure we have the only full set. Of course, I didn't know. I mean, there's a million places, billions of places in the world, who knows? But I was like, I should have assumed that the Whiskey House had a full chessman set. So JB, we're coming for you. <laughs> no, I love you, man. So uh, we, we've all had a chance to to try the the bullet bourbon uh, that you poured us here. Uh, I, I thought this was a really good pour. Um, had some nice uh, like peppery notes, but also it, uh, that was kind of on the front side, and then it kind of got smoother with those caramel or vanilla notes as it went down. I mean, w- what's your general assessment on this pour, and, and Matt, you too as well? <laughs> I mean, you look excited to talk. It's okay. You can tell. <laughs> No, I think it's, I think it's an incredibly, you know, I've never. Bullet just recently started doing their single barrel program, and to have a pretty phenomenal short barrel is, is a little unique. So, how how old did you say this one was? That I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> they they're all eight to twelve years old. So yeah, I would guess right in the middle there somewhere. But um, I, mean, I mean, I love the oakiness of it. I like you get a little kind of a dark fruit to it almost mm-hmm. um you know some like a fig or something like yeah not necessarily a sweet dark yeah fruit, yeah but, yeah um but i mean overall a, a fantastic drinker it's very unique um it's i don't know if it's maybe it's tobacco like tobacco leaf that i kind of get there's something there maybe it's leather i don't know it's those typical like really oaky yeah kind of flavors but um it's not super sweet. It's really not sweet at all. I wish it was a little sweeter, but um, it's very concentrated. I like to think, so you get a short barrel. Why is it short? Was was it aged up high and had a lot of evaporation, or was it a, a bad barrel that leaked a lot? Like, probably both. But sometimes it's just super concentrated, you know, in and out of the wood a lot, a lot of evaporation. That's possibly what happened here. Um, but you get those very deep, dark, concentrated flavors. So yeah. that's what this has. Um, definitely a little, a little dry, but not too dry. Um, 
It's good. It's good. It's definitely like a like a good cigar bourbon. Oh. Yeah, man. The first like thing, cigars, the but... first thing I w- okay, I was like, man, this would be cool if we could smoke cigars in here. I would love this. One. <laughs> so, so for people that have never been here, um, give you just a little bit of a visual of uh, where we're at. So we're sitting like it looks like an, almost like a locker, private room where if you, uh, and it looks like you can buy a locker, put your bourbon in there, come back in here, chill with some buddies. There's a warthog on the. On the- on the wall and some other pictures. There's a really low hanging chandelier. <laughs> there in case is. anyone's wondering. <laughs> Sorry about yeah, that. It, might, it, it may hit you in the head if you're not paying close attention. Um, but it, it's a super, super cool room. It's got a tin roof. Uh, you know, so if you uh, if you get a chance to come out, which which I recommend highly, you know, you definitely need to ask uh, Travis or one of the gents if they'll uh, show you to the to the to I, we can't call it the boom boom room because there's no magic going on back here but uh we <laughs> we can call it the, the i guess the man cave uh in that aspect also just curious if we wanted to you know inquire about a locker here we don't know what we're doing with those yet never mind <laughs> we do see that there just are just come up with a big number and then maybe we'll make it happen three Fine. <laughs> three are taken make my own name so so it, I'm assuming that if you if you wanted a locker and, and if that was a good possibility, you, you like you said, you, you you'd have to pay a big number, and then the bottles would have to be purchased from here. Does that make sense? I no, I was completely honest when I said we don't know. Okay, we haven't, we haven't even. <laughs> I no, no, honestly, I mean this this was something that this happened. This was put together over um, basically the summer and fall, and then we opened right before. Uh, Thanksgiving for Black Friday, and then one of the owners um, had his uh, first daughter, so it was kind of just basically get open, and then we've been kind of just getting through the winter. So um, heading into spring here, it's going to be wild, and we're starting to figure stuff like that out, you know. Yeah. So cool, cool, cool. Awesome. I mean, so, love the place. Great atmosphere. <clears throat> No, absolutely. It's 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 pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, um, there's a nice little bar scene going on out there right now, so we can dive into that here in a little bit. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> He's back there. He's got about ten people out there. Might not be a bad time to get out there. I don't know if you guys have any other questions. I mean, <clears throat> um, I I really just wanted to ask you a couple more questions about the cocktail side. Like, um, sure. you said talking about custom cocktails. You made this the sweet and sour for us. That's not something okay, normal. This, okay, it's not something normal. Yeah, we offer we offer five cocktails. <laughs> we have two different old fashions, one smoked, and then a Manhattan, and then a, a gin cocktail and a whiskey sour, which has been great for us. We want you to drink bourbon, and we want to sell bourbon so we've given up trying to come up with crazy cocktails because we're going to be opening a bar next door and potentially a bar downstairs so you'll be able to bar hop in this building but for now this is a bourbon shop so uh we do have some gin and we do have some vodka like we're going to do what we can to make people happy but we just have five cocktails gotcha gotcha okay well good deal good deal yeah and seven beers um so which I have a little bit of everything. I mean, I understand not everybody wants to drink bourbon, but we've got sodas. We've got Ale Eight on the gun, so like hey, there, you, there go. you go. That's yeah. a that's a like a cocktail on its right own. There. Right there. Well, that's a, that's eight, Kentucky eight. tradition, yeah. right? You can't you can't have you know Kentucky without. But on the gun though, like that's hard to find. No, absolutely. On, so yeah, I think Michigan. <laughs> one, one of who was it? I want to say it's like Royals Hot Chicken or somebody like that locally. I think they have L Eight in the tap. All the you slushies. Know? Yeah, and then they also Feast have uh, they have Cheerwine as well so uh, i love yeah, cheer they do wine. Have cheer wine. 
So go that, to Royals, go to Feast, drink uh, some Willets, drink some slushies. They do have some Willets oh my over God. there. Yeah. So Feast has what, like five or six Willets there? Feast is where you go for the yeah. Willets for sure, but mm-hmm. Royals, the chicken, oh. Have you, had the, have you had the Gonzo Hot? Yeah. I have before, yeah. It's stupid. Oh my it's God. so stupid hot. Mm-hmm. I took one bite, and then they were giving me shit. Um, Ryan and Rick and Deshaun, they are giving me shit. Like you can't, well, Deshaun had one too. I will, I will say that he went with me and had a bite. And but it was like, oh, you only had one bite, so I took a second bite. I couldn't breathe right for forty-five minutes. <laughs> we didn't see Travis for three days. <laughs> but I like spicy stuff, so it was fun for me to push it. It burnt a hole in the bread. It was bad. <laughs> it's not good. Good deal. Good. There's deal. a big, big jump from the hottest hot before that to that like, right the no. hottest hot like kind of makes me a little uncomfortable but right that gonzo that will that's it's, no joke it's what we like to say redunculous no, i don't <laughs> mess yet yeah well hey man i, I appreciate the hospitality I, I know you have to get back behind the bar and, and help out back there um if people want to find justin house suburban social media phone numbers all that type of stuff you want to tell us where to find you yeah i mean we're easy we're on facebook instagram um and then we do have a website. There's not a lot on there, but I mean, you can just call, email, um, Travis at the house of bourbon.com, but Facebook, Instagram, that's where, that's where we do everything. So we make it pretty easy. Good we like deal. to make things easy. That's Absolutely. the whole thing. I, I love easy. Easy <laughs> yeah. is good. It's easy. <laughs> so anyway, thanks again for having us out. We're going to try this weather foolproof, uh, here in just a couple of seconds. Um, 1792 foolproof. Did I say Weller again? Damn it, I'm an idiot. So seventeen ninety two, I apologize. That is a Barton product, not a <laughs> Buffalo Trace product. <laughs> told you what was on his mind. Um, so, Are we good, though? I mean, I don't want to cut us short. No, here. man, we're, we're, we're just or? over 41 minutes in. We're, we're good, like I told you. Yeah, you know, we appreciate your we time. We appreciate your time, and we appreciate you know, the, enough, the pours though, like, and stuff. Yeah, you want to talk about Four Roses or anything? No, we're here? good. Uh, dude, <laughs> I will always talk about Four Roses. Like I said, it's one we're of those good, things. Man. But we, we, we want to make sure we're, we're respecting your time and, and your customers out front. So if you want to reach us at Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can hit us up on Facebook, or you can email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. This is Scott Minton, Matt Jasnoff signing off. Thanks again. Thank you.